Hello. My name is Dr. Mercurio Arborea, and I am the founder of the Arborea Institute. Through our unique blend of benign pharmacology, sensory therapy, and energy sculpting, we can guide you to a new, better, happier you. You're about to embark on a great journey. Let the new age of enlightenment begin. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea. A new world order. It's no longer a theory. What I'm about to say is fact. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. They have planned and are now leading us into a one world communist government. Welcome useless eaters to the Odd Man Out podcast where we talk about hidden history, de-political policy, occult deconstruction, economics, religion, and philosophy. I'm your rabbit hole aficionado, the odd man. Welcome. The affirmative task we have now is, uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. Public policy could itself become the captain of a scientific, technological elite. And when that first cocaine was smuggled in on a ship, it may as well have been a deadly bacteria so much as it hurt the body, the soul of our country. But take my word for it, this scourge will stop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching the odd cast. I don't ever do live streams, so I'm really excited to do this one and have my guest that is a friend, I can say a real friend, even though we've never met in person. I think we did a show probably close to two years ago now. Uh, and as soon as I heard him the very first time on Jack Allen's show, I thought, I've got to talk to that guy. I like the cut of his jib. I like how he's so straightforward. He's willing to uh, expose the left and the right. And uh, so I I called Jack or tweeted Jack or something. I said, Put me in touch with this guy. I really, I got to talk to him. So we hit it off, and uh, he's just been a great friend since then. And I think one of the best researchers out there, bar none, uh, because that's so important to actually look at the documents, look at what's been written, because we can follow the trail of history so often by actually following the documents and the writings and the speeches and different things like that. So, without any further ado, I welcome John Brisson from We've Read the Documents to the Oddcast. Thank you for having me on, Odd Man Out. It's good to be here. It's good to be back on the Oddcast. Of course, we've done numerous shows together since they're both on my channel and and on um, on Jack Allen's channel. Uh, but it's good to be back. And I look at you know I look at you in the same way, brother. I mean, there's a lot of research that you have done, um, and you've been able to dig up. I mean, that's what true research is. Uh, is is being able to dig up and find things that people previously have missed or not been able to beforehand, uh, and you know, and and then you know you have the next stage of what they call investigative journalism, I guess, which is actively trying to interview people and get out there and try to uncover documents that haven't uh, previously uh, been out there in the past uh, and release them to the public. 
but most people in the alternative media, they're pretty much just regurgitators or com- commentators uh, where they just pick whatever is pressing uh, in the news currently at this time or it gives a take or gives a take of, of someone uh, that previously said in the alternative media. And that's really about it, um, which is fine. I, I like I like some regurgitators, you know, but I mean, mainly I respect people that truly dig in, read like yourself and listen um, and actually, you know, do research, which is sorely lacking in, in a lot of uh, the alternative media. I agree, man. I agree totally. And I feel like a lot of people out there just kind of going with the flow. A lot of people, I think in the, as far as hosts go, are going where the money is and the money is either hardcore left or hardcore right. You know, the MAGA movement, I think, uh, created a whole cottage industry of people, uh, you know, hosts and, and uh, content creators and different things like that. And I don't think half of them even believed in anything. I think they just were going where the, the money was. It was kind of a trend, uh, still is to a degree, I guess. But uh, that's why I totally respect you. And, and you've worked with some really good people too. And um, I think that's important to kind of uh, look and see who people surround themselves with. You can tell a lot about them. So, um, yeah, much You have as well. Shout out to Hesher and Spore. Shout out to Jack Allen, of course, because Spears here, just a coincidence. And also a shout out to Conspiracy Kyle. Um, And also shout out to Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pill. Oh, yeah, great people. All great people, man. It's been a cool uh, process just doing this show and, and actually meeting some really cool people who I believe are genuine and really want to, you know do their part to help the world and expose the uh, evils of the world. And so that's, um, I guess, why we're here. There, you know, I think a lot of people in the more conservative-leaning or more libertarian-ish leaning, just people who are not left, uh, they've known down deep for a long time that there's something not right with the conservative movement, the conservative party, the Republican Party, uh, let down time and time again, promised that our rights were going to be protected. We're going to get more and more power back. Uh, the Republicans dropped the ball nearly every time. You can tell these people don't believe in what they say they believe in. It's kind of like they're just there. They show up to look like the opposition. And uh, I think that you've pointed out one of the biggest reasons why is many of them belong to an organization that's very secretive and hardly, I'd say you would ask, I'd say nine out of 10 Republicans, if that would even know who the CNP is. So the conspiracy theorists would know. Yeah. That's an even greater question. How many people who exactly. consider themselves to be truthers, how many, how do, how, how many do they know? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, because I've mentioned it to a couple of people, and they've just like poo-pooed it, you know, like, oh, that's, they don't have any power. I, I know you've heard that, oh, too. You know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you've, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind, if you just look at the list of names, you know that there's a lot of power in it. Mm-hmm. But please kind of uh, introduce us to the uh, CNP, the Council for National Policy, and give us a little background on their origins, and then we'll talk about some of the members and why people who are not left should be concerned about this group. 
Yeah, I mean, I myself have always been a conservative. I've always had right-leaning views. Um, I was raised as a Christian, uh, but, you know, I drifted away uh, to uh, Gnosticism and New Age beliefs uh, as I got radicalized, uh, you know, as many truthers do, uh, sadly. Uh, and, um, you know, I became a born-again Christian. Uh, it's been about, I'd say, about four or four, about four years ago. Um, and so I had to look at the date. But, um, you know, so I... I, I, I always, I mean, I grew up listening to Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh, but my grandfather was, could be considered a neoconservative. My father wasn't, he was a conspiracy theorist. Um, and so my father had more citrus views, uh, on, on anything that wasn't, you know, I mean, they're social. He was a very hardcore conservative Christian, but on, on, on everything else, he's more of a centrist. Uh, so, you know, I, I, um, but I, I gravitate to the politics of my grandfather growing up. I was a neoconservative. Um, and so, you know, a lot of these neoconservative uh, platforms, even modern day conservatism, uh, and even uh, the alternative media, which really has mostly uh, been on towards the right uh, since this is, its modern day inception, which some people could say. It's been since Alice Bailey, uh, you know, uh, the a theosopher could be one of the modern day, uh, you know, truthers. Uh, but if you want to go a little bit further from that, you could say Navy intelligence, William Guy Carr and pawns in the game. Right. Uh, and, 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 uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Fagan, Myron Fagan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but it's always been, it's always, I mean, there've been left, uh, leaning conspiracy theorists. One of them is a good friend of mine, George from captive.org uh, or Dave McGowan, uh, I think kind of lean, lean left in a lot of things. Uh, but, but most of the time, most of uh, alternative um, media are, uh, is, it, it leans right. And it always has. Uh, and it's been steered by groups like the John Birch Society and the Council for National Policy, uh, primarily, which is why most people have never heard of the CMP and few people have heard of the John Birch Society, even the John Birch Society really doesn't have that much power anymore compared to the CMP. Um, but at one time, the JBS had a lot of power. That was before the CMP was founded. So the CMP was founded in 1981. Uh, it was founded by many uh, powerful uh, uh, conservatives. It was funded by many powerful uh, right-leaning families, uh, including the Rockefeller family, uh, the Koch family, the Coors family, you know, Coors beer, uh, the Scaife family, the Hunt family. So you have the, the Hunt brothers and the Hunt father. Uh, and then also uh, took money as well uh, from the some uh, immune uh, of the, of the, of the you know, heretical unification church uh, to form the CMP. So uh, some people that you may uh, know uh, that were uh, members of the first uh, CMP meeting in May 19, 1981 at Richard uh, Vigory's home was uh, Tim LaHaye, who wrote the Left Behind series, his major Zionist. Uh, he was kind of the modern push for a lot of the pre-tribulation rapture uh, beliefs, which I don't believe to be biblical. Uh, I'm sorry if anybody is a pre-tribulation uh, rapture person. I just don't. I don't see it. Um, and, uh, I, 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 it would be nice. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, but, uh, you know, Jesus suffered, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, if he suffered, uh, so shall we. And, and a lot of us as Americans really haven't been persecuted, you know, compared to Christians around the, you know, the globe, right? Like Christians in China or Christians in Nigeria or Christians in Israel, Palestinian Christians. Uh, so, you know, Americans have been, you know, we've been very comfy. I'm not saying that we, you know, you, you might not have had other obstacles that you've had to deal with in your life, 
Um, but as far as being persecuted for our beliefs as Christians, well, it does seem like that's happening now and will continue to increase if we are living in the end times or we're the terminal generation or the birth pangs uh, to the end times. Uh, but, you know, it is increasing. Uh, and so, you know, I'll, uh, a lot of Christians have become comfortable. A lot of conservatives have become comfortable. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. And CP's done a lot <clears> – <throat> to drive that. Um, but you know, so some other people, uh, that were in the CMP, um, are, uh, Richard Vigory, Paul Ryrick, uh, T. Colin Davis, uh, Herbert and Nelson Bunker Hunt, uh, Charles Koch, uh, uh, William C's, Howard Phillips, uh, David Stockman, who was a former director of the office of management and budget for Reagan administration, uh, Louis, Louis Woody Jenkins, uh, Morton C. Blackwell, uh, Joseph Coors, Edwin Fulner, uh, Phyllis Schlafly, the ground dom of the CMP, who was also named in numerous articles when Craig J. Spence of the Franklin scandal uh, uh, was committed suicide. I mean, was assassinated uh, for his knowledge of the events of the Franklin scandal. Uh, but she was uh, mentioned in numerous uh, newspaper articles that she was a frequent uh, visitor to the parties that Craig J. Spence would would uh, uh, um, ha- uh, throw at his uh, Colorado neighborhood home uh, in Washington D.C., which is a very affluent area, and of course, at those parties, we know from uh, Confessions of a D.C. Madam uh, and, and 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 that book uh, that they were pedophile parties. Parties, you know, Lawrence C. King was there from the Franklin scandal. So the grand dame of the CMP and of of herself uh, was is likely a pedophile uh and so you know that might be shocking to some because how much people idolize phyllis schlafly uh yeah. but i mean the writing's on the wall okay uh and and so um i mean i did a show you can go look at my show on craig j spence it's all there all right you know lieutenant general daniel graham of, of star wars fame uh you know he was also uh, a business partner with craig j spence okay and so, actually, the Washington Times article that was written by Paul Rodriguez used uh, Lieutenant General Daniel Graham uh, as a way of kind of deflecting of what happened at the Callboy scandal, which ties into Franklin, uh, at the White House. You know, where Callboys at, late at night were going to uh, the White House to visit Reagan and, and Bush Sr. Um, of course, there's definitely sickly some pedophile, pedophilia uh, or, or, or rape or you know, things going on there. It's disgusting of abhorrent. Uh, but, you know, he claims, oh, well, this is all just Russian propaganda. Seem familiar nowadays, except the left's doing that now. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, but um, so I, I guess some other people uh, would be uh, John, John K. Singlov. Uh, he was part of the OSS and a founding member of the Central Intelligence Agency uh, and also uh, pushes the QAnon operation to this get day and really good friends with um, uh, Navy intelligence officer uh, Jack Posobiec. Uh, um, Robert Waring Starter, Jerry Falwell, Pat Robertson, uh, the Mormon Mafia member, which you did your excellent shows on the Mormon Mafia, uh, F- former FBI agent W. Cleon Skousen who, uh, you know, is, is part of the, you know, powerful Skousen family, 
and uh, that seems to be about it of main people that major people that people may recognize. Uh, that was at the first uh, CMP meeting at Lewis Woody. Uh, no, it was at uh, the house of um, Richard Vigory. Uh, so you have, you know, the founders of the Heritage Foundation. The Heritage Foundation has a very strong tie to the CMP, obviously. Um, and uh, the CMP was just more secretive. The Heritage Foundation was just more out in the open, you know. So, you know, all these people are conservative, right? Or are they conservative? And we'll talk about maybe the things that I believe that they were involved in, uh, which are very nefarious. Uh, but, you know, they, so they meet at this first time. And, and interestingly enough, I guess one last thing uh, to, to close on the beginnings of the CMP. And already by who I've talked about who's a part of it and who already funded it, it should be very sketch. All right, it's extremely sketch. All right. Um, and so uh, uh, members of the Council for National Policy once said they hope that they will gain influence such as they believe liberals have through such organizations on the Council on Foreign Relations. And CMP Woody Jenkins once said to the press, I predict one day before the end of the century, the CMP will be so influential that no president, regardless of party or philosophy, will be able to ignore us or our concerns or shut us out of the highest levels of government. So, you know, uh, Reagan in and of himself uh, went to, uh, to numerous CMP meetings while he was president of the United States of America, thanked them uh, significantly for all that they have done uh, to, for his administration. Uh, and so did George H.W. Bush, too, as well. Uh, every president since Reagan that's a Republican had to speak to the CMP uh, before they were even nominated by the uh, Republican Party uh, to, for president of the United States of America. Uh, and yes, that means, I mean, every single one of them. Uh, uh, you know, Reagan... Uh, even though Reagan was president before the CAP, but he still had to bow down for his reelection. George H.W. Bush uh, did. Um, Bob Dole did. Uh, George W. Bush did. Um, uh, um, John McCain did. Mitt Romney did. Uh, in six, 2016, uh, everybody's favorite Rand Paul. The Pauls are very heavy in the CMP. I can discuss that later. Uh, but but, but uh, Trump did, and we never heard Trump's stump speech to the, to the 2016 CMP. And while he was president, it was broadcast on White House, uh, White House YouTube channel, uh, which I was floored when this happened. Uh, his, he gave a, a, a re-election speech to the CMP in, in 2020 uh, where he was being, you know, praised and clapped. Everybody was clapping for him at the CMP, and he would talk and chant Israel, and they would chant Israel back at him. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, Reagan was getting policy briefings about the Iran-Contra affair at CMP meetings. Like, they, like, all of, like uh, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, decades-long CMP member, okay, would literally brief the CMP on the Iran-Contra affair, and then those briefings would be given to Reagan as intelligence briefings. And yes. someone wants to say that this, that this isn't, this is God's group, is it powerful, John? What are you talking about? They're a bunch of nothings. You know what? He was getting security briefings and intelligence briefings from a secretive group meeting that most of the people you never even heard of. <laughs> It's it's unbelievable. I mean, they're they're secretive. You they don't release their membership list. Um, I read they have special tiers that are reserved for donors who give certain amounts. They have like the Golden mm -hmm. Circle, Gold Circle member. Yep, Executive Committee, uh, Board of Governors. Um, I also saw that they have a special. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, a special committee dedicated to William F. Buckley Jr. Those are the younger. Those are the younger. Okay. The younger, okay. the the younger CMP members. So the eighteen to twenty five, I think, or maybe thirty, somewhere around there. The younger generation. Gotcha. Okay. 
And I see they have another group called the Conservative Action Project, which is... That's their, that's their lobbying okay. arm of the CMP. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and, and if basically it seems like to me that if you want to uh, run for president in the conservative circles, you have to be a member uh, if you have any chance of winning. Or, and I know that a lot of people, I think we've realized in the last 10 or 15 years, a lot of these guys just run knowing they'll never win just to, to raise money so they can keep it for future you know, uh, attempts at running or they can, I think, just hand it over to other politicians that they like and give them that funding. But uh, I'm sure people like uh, Ted Cruz, is he a member? I've, I'm not he seems like he would uh, be. He's not on any official list, but he has spoken at CMP meetings. Uh, he had to give a stump speech in 2016 and 2020. Uh, his chief of staff, Paul Teller, was a member of the CMP. Uh, and again, you know, I mean, do I have an official membership list? We don't have all the official membership lists for one, but do I have an official? No, but Ted Cruz is CMP. I mean, he's speaking. He's speaking even when he's not president at the meetings. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, I mean, Paul Teller, his chief of staff is, is, is a CMP member, you know? So, and also, in my opinion, once a CMP member, always a CMP member, unless you say otherwise and you come out against them. Now, one person that may have been around CMP members but did later come out against them and has my utmost respect, and one day I hope I can meet in heaven, that's Charlotte Iserby, okay? I haven't seen anybody else. All right. Yeah, I mean, you don't hear anything about it. I, I think... Until I heard you talk about it, the only person I'd ever heard mention it was uh, Monica Perez from Propaganda Report. And she kind of just, you know, she kind of mentioned it briefly going over something else. And I thought, mm, I'm going to look at that. And uh, I actually book, bookmarked their uh, website and meant to go back and check them out, but I never did. And then I, I found your work and I was like, whoa, he's exposing everything. And one of the things that I think is really insulting as a, a Christian is you can tell that they've tried to co-opt the uh, evangelical yeah. arm of the Repu Republicans. You know, I mean, it's, it's so obvious with these televangelists and whatnot. Uh, Jimmy Swaggered, uh, uh, what was uh, Jimmy or uh, Jerry Falwell? We uh, found out Kenneth Copeland was a member recently. Oh, really? That okay. was previously not known, but yes, it was in. I found the document. Uh, so he he was a member too as well of the CMP. Um, and, and I guess a brief aside real quick, and we'll continue with the, the false co-option of the crowd. I mean, I, I do no, mention no. this. I learned about the CAP from Josh Reeves. I have to give him credit for this. And I have given him credit almost, I think hopefully every interview I've ever done. Uh, so it was his, you know, a friend of mine, you know, said, you know, go watch Secret Right Volume 1, you know, because we someone posted on 8chan and this was when Trump was running for president. And so I went and watched it and I was like... And this ain't nothing. Alex Jones would have told me, but I didn't watch part two that has Alex Jones as a member of the CMP, right? So I was sitting there, I'm like, man, Alex Jones has told me, this don't mean nothing, you know. But when Trump became president, and I'll try to shorten the story because I've told this before. When Trump became president, um, I started noticing he was filling the cabinet with CMP members. And I was like, I saw in that movie, and I was like, huh? And then I went back and watched part two a little bit later, and I was like, I remember being in the kitchen and going, how did I miss this? How did I miss this? So, I mean, Josh Reed's Hero Volume 1, Hero Volume 2, and his Spellcasters movies, uh, I definitely highly recommend people to view those movies because they woke me up as far as the CMP is concerned 
uh, and, and learning about them, it was him. And if it wasn't for him, I, I probably still wouldn't know to this day. And the amount of work that I would have done, it, 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 it probably likely would have came to fruition if it, if, it, if it wasn't for his work. And I believe God, you know, showed me his work because it did in a strange way. It led, it, you know, it did eventually lead me to becoming a Christian uh, because, you know, I, I kind of broke through the conditioning of the psychographical, psychological, and spiritual warfare done by Cambridge Analytica by the Mercer's CMP members. Stephen K. Bannon, Stephen Ketamine Bannon, CMP member, and uh, and uh, um, Michael Flynn, CMP member. So, you know, it, it was because of all that that, you know, that it, it led me to break that conditioning because uh, I've talked about it on my channel. One time I, I you know, I was sadly, uh, you know, training to white nationalism, you know, and then I realized that white nationalism is set up by the CMP, the Pioneer Fund, you know, uh, my, my senator, Jesse Helms. You know, it was a pioneer fund and a major, major long-term member of the Council for National Policy. You know, ardent racist. And so, you know, it was all of that that started breaking it, That you know, and by the grace of God, you know, I became born again. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, people check out The Secret Right, Volume 1 and 2 by Josh Reeves. I think they're still on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. You can pay for him directly from his. I, I recommend buying him. He's got the HD cut with extra footage and everything. Oh, cool! So yeah. you, you can still purchase from his website. Cool. Yeah, definitely worth watching for sure. Yeah, it's uh, the people don't want to believe it because these guys say some of the things that they like. You know, the Trumps, of course, the Bannons, the um, the Flins, all that. But this is a tactic going way back. You can you you co-opt an organization or a group. You might like some of the things that they, they talk about, but you want to co-opt it and control it for your own ends. And this is going back, you know, yeah. you can think of communism. Uh, this is what they do. And these guys are not out for you. They're not out for your family, for the future of America. They're out for themselves. So think about it, I think, as kind of a, a mafioso. That's the way it is. You've got, you know, you've got the CFR. You've got the, you know, that's more kind of seen now is more left-leaning. I think back in the 50s, it was kind of seen as uh, more, I don't know, I guess it was seen as left then too, but it kind of depends on who you talk to. Yeah. But uh, you've got all these different organizations in the background that are major players in politics. You know, they they put out the, the Pelosi's and the Trump's and the Schumer's and those kinds of people. We see those faces and that's what everybody wants to, that's who everybody wants to blame everything on. <laughs> yeah. Those people are just puppets. I mean, it's silly to think that they're anything more than that. And they're enriching themselves along the way for sure. But uh, groups like this, with all these connections to these very wealthy organizations and businesses, um, the Heritage Foundation is very influential. Um, and didn't they, um, one of the co-founders maybe, or actually I had it down here, uh, Alec. Now, one of the CMP members started Alec. Is that correct? And that's 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 correct. Yes, that's a pretty major player, isn't it? As far as uh, I read, they were they're really big on. Uh, they're behind NAFTA. Um, they, uh, I guess, are they kind of like a lobbying wing, or what? What do they do exactly? Um, um I, I think they're working a lot with the Cokes, right? As far as um, uh, lobbying for, uh, I, I guess you would, I guess you would say big oil, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I read that they, um, they've been, they're behind a lot of legislation and, uh, for a long time, their plan, they've been open about their plan is to create all these 
public-private partnerships, basically fascism or corporatism, if you want, uh, to kind of control policies in, in politics. And uh, Yeah, like- yeah. I mean, I'm not against the use of fossil fuels, obviously, but it could be done cleaner and probably more efficient. Um, but, you know, I, I – so you might find this interesting too, I mean, because you've done a series on Fabian Socialist, uh, Socialism. Uh, now, I learned about it from my friend Jesse Spots, um, and when he did an excellent video on Fabian Socialism that I mirrored on my channel. Uh, but I believe that the CMP is as a right wing of, of an eagle. Like there's two wings, one world order, right? So the left wing uses communism. The right wing uses uh, uh, Fabian Socialism with a mixture of crony capitalism in place, right? So they destabilize institutions. They destabilize countries. Well, they're acting like they're, cons- they're conserving them. Um, and uh, in doing so, they can uh, sweep in and, and, and buy up uh, any of the failing uh, businesses or mom and pop stores. At the same time, they're saying they're saving them, right? Uh, and so they can, you know, rail against the institutions, uh, and then so they could set up their own institutions like Liberty University, Jerry Falwell, CMP, that was completely bailed out in the '90s by uh, Unification Church Reverend Soma Moon money. Without that money, would have closed. So he took money from a man that said Jesus Christ felt his mission on the cross, and that he fulfilled it. The man was a heretic. All right, so Liberty University is corrupted from this day is long. So, you know, I mean, it's weird. Like I almost don't hate the CFR as much. Uh, Sorry, because, you know, I I mean, I do, but as a conservative, you see how, uh, how they operate, like how the progressives, how the left operate, how the communists operate, they operate in your face, right? But the Fabian socialists are wolves in sheep's clothing, so you never see the, the knife coming in your back. And they're like, oh, we're all conservatives, right? We're all, you know, we're all, we all like conservative platforms. We're all Christians, right? And the next thing you know, you got two knives in your back, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's, that's a problem. So, you know, while they're like, oh, we're conserving, um, uh, we're conserving, uh, you know, conservative values, Christian values. Uh, you know, we're uh, fighting for uh, the entrepreneur. We're fighting for small business. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing all, we're fighting for, you know, um, you know, uh, free uh, enterprise capitalism. But they're not really doing all those things. And the closed doors of the CMP meetings, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they're slowly destabilizing the country because what Fabian socialists do. And so that, you know, it's kind of like you put a frog in boiling and uh, in, in non-boiling water and you slowly turn up the temperature. So the frog dies and doesn't realize it's boiling to death uh, and freak out and jump out of the pot. Right. So that's what they do is they destabilize countries. Communism is revolution in your face, right? Bloody revolution in your face. Where Fabian socialism is destabilization, the buying up of, of corporations and businesses, uh, and, and you know eventually you're left with uh, total state control. So again, like what are the conservatives like? Most people, when a conservative gets in power, a president or Congress, they never do anything. They right. never do what they promise to do. But the left somehow does most of the time what they promise to do, but not always, right? So what's going on here? Yeah. What are the conservatives really conserving? That's why I call them conservatives, because they're not conserving anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the country is not getting more conservative, despite what, you know, a lot of people will tell you in the in the media. I think a lot of people, are, you know, under Trump, uh, I think is one of the only positives. 
got somewhat concerned about their freedoms, but when you look to a false idol who's not really pushing for your freedoms, then uh, you really don't get anywhere. Um, you know, and this, this, the CMP is kind of billed as kind of anti-globalist, but then again, I see here uh, recently they had uh, Nikki Haley, and on their uh, on their yep. billing it says U.S. Permanent Representative of the of the United Nations. And it's like wouldn't the CNP if they were conservative be against having somebody representing the nope. United Nations? <laughs> uh, but I know that some of their past members have been. Um, worked with the United Nations as well. I see here uh, Mitt Romney's been a speaker, Ben Carson. Yep, uh, 2016 for Big Carson. Mitt Romney was 2012 when he when he got the presidential nomination. Uh, Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch. He holds a high position in the CMP uh, in the Governance Council. So Wayne LaPierre, NRA. Yep. Uh, James O'Keefe has been a speaker. Project Veritas, yep, likely member. Uh, Charlie Kirk from Freedom Works is a chairman. Uh, Brent Bozell, Media Research Center, he's a chairman, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you well, s- Kirk. Well, Kirk, his financier and the financier of the Daily Caller was a gentleman named Foster Freeze, who also uh, funded Ali Alexander as well, and possibly Kanye. Uh, Kanye West, uh, you know, going on his uh, Christian conservative bent. Um, and so uh, Foster Freeze was once president of the CMP during the late 90s. Uh, and so he gave Tucker Carlson, and, and Tucker Carlson's partner was Neil Patel. And Neil Patel was CMP member and advisor to CMP Dick Cheney during his presidency. Uh, they found the Daily Caller, so they got their seed money from Foster Freeze. Charlie Kirk got his seed money from Foster Freeze. So. Wow. Wow. It never ends. So. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned Alex Jones yet, but uh, there's in the conservative talk radio world, there's quite a few members or quite a few hosts that are CNP members, aren't there? Or at least have been affiliated with the CNP. Yes. So Alex Jones, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, uh, Joel Skalzen, uh, of course, Skalzen family, obviously. Uh, Mark Skalzen. Oh, I'd have to think about off the top of my head. Uh, Charlie Kirk, uh, not Tucker though. Tucker's a weird one. Yeah. Um, and I've exposed many Tucker and many videos on my channel, but Tucker's a, Tucker's a weird one. Like, I don't know. He, he could be a twofer, a person that is both sides, but mm-hmm. he, Tucker's just weird because his dad definitely, I've never seen him on a CMP list, but his dad definitely was more right wing. And you could say, well, so is Tucker. And I'd be like, well, you sure about that? You know? So I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a like a. I'm just looking at some of the. You know, we see, of course, Trump is. Uh, uh, Farah, um, uh, what did Farah do? Um, ah, uh, Matt uh, Matt Drudge from Drudge Report. Uh, um, makes sense. Uh, was it? Just, I see Jay Sekulow. Uh, you always see him with Hannity. Joseph Farah for World Net Daily. Yes, Jay Sekulow. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, start naming some conservative pundits and I could tell you uh, if I know or not. I see Dennis Prager here is on the list. Prager, yep. Prager, yes. Uh, Michael Medved. I think he's yeah. a host. Um, oh, Christopher Ruddy, the, the owner of Newsmax. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. 
Now he's an interesting guy because you know he he wrote uh, a book on on the murder of Vince Foster, uh, showing evidence of the Clintons, right? And the whole Clinton Chronicles was actually put up by the Mellon Skay family. Uh, and so I okay, so that's an interesting. I guess oh, I don't get on a tangent. No, um, please do. I, I believe the phony impeachment of Bill Clinton was CMP because Ken Starr CMP and also Kirkland and Ellis and Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, and so, you know, Kirkland, Kirkland Ellis is a limited hangout law firm that represented Jeffrey Epstein. So Starr is CMP. And so what does Starr go after Clinton for? Perjury. Mm. About Monica Witzke, right? Yeah, yeah. So why didn't he go after him for the numerous crimes that we know exist? Like Whitewater, uh, drug running in Mena, Arkansas. Like the numerous crimes of the Clintons, you know, did the Vince Foster murder, other murders, the Clinton body death count, you know, like why go after on? And then we know that Brett Kavanaugh, Kirkland and Ellis, helped to cover up the Vince Foster murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or, you know, so I mean, why did the CMP torpedo any? Like you think they would go after Clinton, right? Well, again, Hillary Clinton. He's a member of the family and the fellowship. She still is. So, oh, wow. no, that ain't going to happen. But go back to Christopher Ruddy is he was completely against the Clintons. I mean, he was a major part of the Clinton Chronicles being pushed by Richard Mellon, uh, Richard, uh, Richard Mellon and the whole uh, Mellon Scaife, dyna- you know, powerful dynasty, right dynasty. So, um, but, 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 no, but no, no, now. He's gone back on all that. Okay, so if you're turning into new Mac, Newsmax to get, uh, get, the whole, get all the conservative uh, viewpoints, you might want to reconsider, okay? Ruddy, who's, who's still allied with the CMP, I don't know, but again, Clinton's in the family, family of the fellowship, all right? He now says that the Clintons didn't murder Vince Foster, that it was just suicide. And he has donated a lot of money to the Clinton Foundation, and, you know, has completely, like, he's friends with the Clintons now. So, what? And he's he's on the board of governors, I see, of the CNP. Yes, yes, yes. And so, I mean, Ruddy is no one to be trusted. So, Newsmax has made your conservative media right. But Ruddy is good friends with the Clintons and whitewashed Vince Foster and says his book was a complete lie now. Like, and you, you saw the YouTube video I, I did on it. I mean, it's all there. Excellent video. So, I mean, we can't, you know, because you're conservative. You, I mean, majority of the, the conservative media is CMP, if not all of it. A lot of the alternative media is CMP. Not all of it, but a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. And so, but there are people who truly just don't know about the CMP, all right? Yeah. But there are people, for example, like I remember there, people were asking Corbett, uh, James mm-hmm. Corbett. To cover the CMP. And I remember one time he just like, someone told me to listen. Because uh, I listen to the Corbett Report every now and then. And they brought it up and it was like, because only because it was like Trump spoke to the CMP. Yeah. And it was like, they gave like two sentences. Yeah. And then never spoke about it again. And I'm like, why? You know, because yeah. they claim it's a council for national policy. They only deal with national policy, right? But, you know, they're involved in the Iran-Contra affair and the and the death squads down there in Latin America and 9-11. And, you know, Al-Qaeda, so it's not just domestic policy, it's foreign policy, too. Is so, 
It's suspect, I think. I mean, I do have a lot of respect for James Corbett's research ability, but it's suspect that he that should be a group that he should be talking about a lot because they've had so much to do with politics. I looked at just the other day, it was his book recommendation list. Now, maybe he's got several, and I can only see two because I think a couple of the other ones were for subscribers only. But the... Um, particular series I've been doing, Those We Don't Speak Of, I didn't see one book on that subject, and I thought that was a pretty suspect if if you think about it because of the uh, tremendous influence that uh, the group has had on um, politics, uh, foreign policy especially, and that's one of the things he loves to talk about. So you got to kind of look. Not one. At- Not one. <laughs> yeah. Not one. Yeah. I mean, we, you, I mean, we have uh... – Old rot, old Nazis, new right, the chorus connection. Like, I mean, there's books on the CMP. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are good ones. Uh, I, I really like Russ Ballant's work. I've done a podcast with Russ. Um, but, you know, I the most modern book on the CMP is written by Ann Nelson. Now, I don't, it, I think Shadow Network's a limited hangout because if I was going to write a book on the CMP, and I guess I kind of am a little bit on my Substack. Uh, you know, I'm going back between the finders and writing posts about the CMP. She dedicates like less than a paragraph about the Iran Contra affair. I mean, I wrote at least four or five pages. Now, if I was writing a book, it'd be like a chapter or two on the Iran right. Contra affair. All right, because the CMP's involvement in the Iran Contra affair is 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 they are the primary runners of it with the CIA and military industrial complex and and and, and, and Mossad and stuff. But they weren't in like you know they were they it was bigger than the CFR. Okay, I mean, half of Project New America Century CMP, other half of CFR members. Mm-hmm. All right, so I mean, let's be, let's get real here, you know. So so to sit here tonight, I mean, most of her book was, well, the CMP rigs voting. Well, yeah, I mean, duh, John Kenneth Blackwell in two thousand and four uh, election in Ohio, where where um, Kerry lost to to George W. Bush. All right, so yeah, they rig elections, and so does the CFR. Uh, the World Order puts whoever they want to put in. You know, I'm yeah. not saying excuses. I'm not saying, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm saying it is what it is, you know? And so, yeah. and then she spends, well, they're against abortion. Well, cool. I wouldn't say they are. I'd actually say that, you know, that they put on the personification that they're against abortion uh, or the facade that they're against abortion. Uh, but, you know, they're, 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 they're not. Or they're against homosexual marriage. Well, yeah. They put the facade on that they're against homosexual marriage. So major, most majority of our books, because A. Nelson is a progressive, uh, I'd actually say she's neocon. Uh, and, and she actually, you know, she's run new, she's won numerous Rockefeller awards, got Rockefeller funding. She's a CFR member. Interesting because when Glenn Young, Glenn Youngkin won, uh, the current governor of Virginia, who's a CFR member, uh, you know, she was, you know, she was all like, they were all like, everybody on Twitter was trying to blame him as being like this hardcore conservative, right? Yeah. And so I said, hey, I said, I, I tweeted it in. I said, hey, next time you, next time you show up at a CFR meeting, uh, say, Clint, say, tell, uh, tell Glenn what's up for me. Yeah. Because I mean, she, of course, she didn't answer me. Right. Why would she? Well, you, you know, know it's, it's ridiculous. She's also a longtime Columbia. Uh, professor, and I think she's a Columbia grad. That's where all the spooks come from. You know, Columbia, uh, of course, Yale too. But, uh, man, if you start looking at the uh, – I think the CFRs even got um, a scholarship at Columbia in the, in their name. But, yeah, she, she really comes from that um, old line of controlled op, I think. Uh, or maybe she's just, you know, this dyed-in-the-wool, old-school progressive. But, like, 
you're right. Uh, the things that I've heard her say is mostly about uh, voter suppression or uh, abortion, or she likes to talk about the fossil fuel industry, which is hilarious because she is a CFR member, and you see Exxon and, and <laughs> <laughs> several of these oil companies on the uh, as sponsors. It's because the Cokes have control over exactly. It, okay? They have control of big oil. Exactly. All right? That's the problem. Uh, they, uh, Exxon and the, and the CFR uh, fossil fuel members of the CFR, they're the good ones, I guess. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can learn some stuff from her for sure. Uh, but I, I would love yeah, to see I, you write a book about it. And, I mean, it would be fantastic. I mean, I, 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 when I was more naive years ago, I, I, I actually praised Dan Nelson a little bit. But then I, I started realizing things didn't – I could write her book and I was like, oh, she's, she's leaving a lot out. Where's the Franklin scandal? Like, like – Lisa the Rand Contra affair, you know, like like the Latin American death squads, the 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 Mujahideen freedom fighters, something something, and I put freedom freedom fighters, but right. you know, like like not eleven, something anything, no nothing, nothing nothing. Yeah. So it's all social issues, and it's like, well, you could be a progressive, like I like that's her writing about social issues. I expect a progressive to do that. Sure. I could be as a conservative, I would, based off of my, you know, Christian conservative worldview. Okay, but to dedicate the whole crimes of the CMP, like I, if I was writing a book on the CFR, I might dedicate some time of them pushing progressive values. Okay, but that wouldn't be the only thing I would write about. I read about the war crimes that the CFR has done, right? You yeah, know, yeah. so, you know, crimes against humanity. That's what the bulk of your book should be about when you're exposing, you know, somebody, you know, I mean, so, and then it's, there's, not, there's not a lot of that there in shadow network, you know? And so, and then she doesn't even mention that John Kenneth Blackwell's a two for, he's a longtime CFR member, CMP yeah. and CFR, you know? So these people, when I bring this information up to them, you know, like Jennifer Cohn, I tell her, I'm like, Hey, there's this this election integrity group that's bipartisan that John Kenneth Blackwell is a member of, but it's financed by George Soros. <laughs> Hello, anybody? Nothing. Nothing. Well, I noticed uh, from um, Kelly, um, I forget her last name, the, the video that you posted, Kelly Nelson uh, mm -hmm. did that awesome video on the CMP. Um she was talking about that several of the founding members of the CMP were also CFR members. Uh, I was okay. trying to find it. Um, I forget the guy's name here. Oh, but then it turns out then it turns out that Kelly Nelson was long term friends with Flynn, Michael oh. Flynn, CMP Michael Flynn, and then she's like pra praising Trump still to this day. Oh wow! And I'm I like, that. you warned about the seat. That's why it caught me off guard. I had to make a public apology on my YouTube channel because I've never known anybody who's CMP adjacent or a member of the CMP blow the whistle on the CMP like mm -hmm. she did. But then I realized there are certain things that she didn't mention, like she didn't mention the Zionist ties in the CMP. Yeah, I noticed that. Why? Too. In so, fact, she played up say, that. I'm sorry. She played up that uh, the the white nationalist Nazi ties a lot, and I was like. Um, it's there maybe, but, uh, you know, it, it kind of got a little bit, I was like, mm, I think she's going for this one a little bit too hard, uh, making it, making those guys or that part of it more, um, no, the white nationalist ties are there. Yeah. The Regnery family, you know, the Regnery family, uh, funded a lot of, um, 
a lot of uh, false conservatism and CMP values. And, uh, and uh, I mean, you had the regnery, uh, William Regnery II funded national policy as Sue Richard Spencer, you know, and, and possibly even Red Ice Radio when they took the hard turn to the right. Mm, uh, yeah. You know, so if that's the case, I mean, look, I mean, does the CMP fund a lot of Nazis and a lot of Nazis involved? Well, I wouldn't say I use the term Nazi. Uh, Fabian socialists that are that are that are uh, racist. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them in there, you know, so there's a lot of Fabian socialists that are racist within the CMP. The mm-hmm. regular family fits in there. Yeah. So, uh, here I see, uh, he's probably dead now, but, uh, Arnaud de Borgrave was a CFR yeah, or- member, but he was also the, uh, editor in chief of the Washington times. And he went on to be the, uh, editor in chief of UPI. So both. And he was tied up in the Franklin scandal and George forget of that argument. You and I used to like to talk about that a lot. So, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And so he, he was a, a Mooneyite big time, right? Yep. Uh, it said he was on the board of trustees of, where's the group, the, uh, da, 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 the board of trustees of the Dr- transnational threats, uh, senior advisor to the center for strategic and international studies. And I noticed it says that he was the other people on the board at the time were Kissinger is a big new Brzezinski, <laughs> William Cohen, uh, Brent Snowcroft, but then we were talking about uh, Chris Ruddy from Newsmax, and he was on the board of CSIS, also with Kissinger and Brzezinski <laughs> and several of those other guys. So, I mean, see, I didn't know that. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. You know, all these people are incestuous with each other. Remember, you know, when the world comes to world orders, it's one bird: left wing, right wing, one bird. Yep. Yep, I, I see Bill Bright from Campus Crusade for Christ. Uh, yep, CMP. Hal Lindsey, the author of Late Great Planet Earth. CMP. Josh McDowell, minister of, uh, he's written like 150 books. Um, this one, I, I kind of hated to see it, but uh, Gary North, the late Gary North. Major CMP member for a long, for a very long time. Uh, Trent Lott, 33rd degree mm-hmm. Mason. Jack Kemp, 33rd degree yep. Mason. Homosexual, Jack Kemp, part of the Franklin Scandal. Oh, wow. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, Larry Pratt from GAO. So uh, what is that government? Gun Owners of America, right? Pratt, right? I think so. Yep. Yep. Uh, So, so many of these guys who have been very influential on politics, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then, like, you know, we talked about uh, Donald Trump is spoken uh, before the CMP, uh, Mike Pence. They've both also spoken recently in the last uh, couple of years at Mooney events, along with Pompeo and Newt Gingrich. Um, and Pence, CMP member Michael Pence. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Pence is a CMP member. Like, he's a member member. Okay, okay. So. That's good to know. Okay. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, Ron and Rand Paul, if you don't mind. Yeah, so uh, I got a shout-out to Bill Ray Valentine, uh, Young Kennedy. Um, you know, he uh, interviewed Ron Paul for the Infinite French, and, and so we knew that Ron Paul was a member of the CMP because uh, he was speeches. I actually played it on my channel uh, of him just literally just getting on his knees for the CMP during a speech, 2016 Trump speech, and how him and his father have been involved with the CMP for decades, and and uh, he was uh, really good friends with oh, what's his name? Give me a minute. Um, 
Morton C. Blackwell, uh, long-term CMP member, founding CMP member, uh, and, and him and his father, and just like how much they, how much he just they love the CMP and everything like that. And I was like, that made me really raise my eyebrows. Like, uh-huh. and then you know, Josh Reed used to say, "Well, the proof used to be, it used to be proof up there uh, that because some of the some, a lot of the stuff got." got lost you know a lot of stuff gets lost on the internet right and so there used to be proof out there that that ron paul was on the kind of like the old cmp and i was able to do internet wayback machine and troll some of the information but they used to post some of the speakers and that were members and ron paul's name had come up that he was a member of the cmp josh he says that secret volume one secret volume too so you have that aspect too as well and so then when, when Billy, and I have this clip on my channel, when Billy asked Rob Paul about the CMP, he first kind of plays it off. He's like, eh, eh, eh. but then, you know, Billy circles back and keeps pressing on him and is like, yeah, but didn't your son speak to him? And and, and then that's when Ron, you know, kind of admits, well, yeah, I've spoken to them and he has spoken to them a few times, you know. And so yeah, he- Rob Paul's a member. Rob Paul's also likely a Mason. Uh, he's you've seen it done Messianic handshakes. His, 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 his daughter's a Job's daughter. His wife is Order of the Eastern Star. How could he not be a Mason if that's the case? You know, he's done Masonic handshakes. Ron Paul's not our guy. He's really not. I'm sorry he just isn't, okay? Yeah, I've learned a lot from him over the years, but I, I, I suspect that you are 100% correct. I I just kept a video. There's there's a couple of videos of him before he was going up before the Senate. He does the hidden hand in the jacket. Yeah, and it's like some people say, you know, well, like people are just adjusting their shirt or their tie. No, but it was so he does it down yeah. here, and it, it was so obvious that he was doing it on purpose to like signal to somebody. And I was like, well, I know what that is, you know. Um, so I mean, there's pictures of him doing literally Masonic handshakes with people. All right, like there's videos of him doing it too. I played them on my channel, and I know people like to idolize Ron Paul, but the Pauls, I mean, they're definitely a major part of this right wing world order. Yeah, it's so obvious to me that Rand is, um, and you know, I agree with him on a lot of things that he says, but he is there to pretend to be the opposition, you know, kind of the opposition to the, the Republicans even. You know, like, I am I'm I'm, I really stick by my principles. I'm one of the few that does that, see, you know. But I think he's just uh, kind of the window dressing, you know, kind of the uh, just there for show, like uh, everyone yeah. else is basically. Can I name some members of the CMP real quick that I sure. may have left out? Please do. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Pierre S. DuPont IV. So we have the uh, DuPont family. DuPont, okay. Uh, former governor of Delaware. Um, uh, David Koch and Charles Koch. Uh, Jesse Helms, who I've mentioned earlier. Uh, Dr. Edward Teller, who is the alleged father of the atomic bomb, uh, who is also uh, a New Ager. Uh, and uh, Teller, Teller helped to develop the Star Wars program. Uh, and according to ritual satanic abuse survivor Jim Shaw, Teller ran an underage uh, boy a pedophile ring uh, in Hollywood called Edward Teller's Boys. Josh Reese used to talk about it a lot. Uh, and so um, they, they, Edward Teller's ring would supply boys to Bohemian Grove and also to Hollywood as well. Uh, and so, uh, of course, I mentioned Daniel Graham earlier, uh, Richard DeVos Sr. So we have the DeVos family who's also a 33rd degree Mason, co-founder of Amway and owner of the Orlando Magic. Uh, his wife uh, is CMP member Betsy DeVos. Of course, she was secretary of education at Donald Trump's cabinet. Uh, and her brother is, of course, the infamous Eric Prince, who's also a member of the CMP as well. Uh, and, and then uh, we have uh, Edward Meese III, uh, Rod D. Martin, who is the 
head of the PayPal mafia. He is the godfather of the PayPal mafia. Most people have no idea who Rod D. Martin is. Uh, Elon Musk and Peter Thiel, uh, which Peter Thiel CMP, uh, you know, they, they, they praise this man of, of how smart and intelligent he is. He is a claims to be a Christian, but is a futurist. His book is titled The New American Century, While America Will Be Stronger Than You Think. He's a member of Stratford's Board of Contributors. He's he's on the, a current member of the Committee on Present Danger China and used to be a part of the inner circle of the CMP, which they claim is defunct now, also known as the Arlington Group. He's a decades-long CMP member and a Gold Circle member. So Rod D. Martin is a major player that many people probably have never even heard of. Uh, we have Richard Mellon Scafey, who I mentioned earlier. Of course, uh, well, actually, on... On on um on uh Rod D. Martin's books, I'll actually read a few quotes real quick if you don't mind. Sure, please do. Okay. Uh Edward Teller, Rod is one of America's finest young minds. Okay. Peter Thiel, Rod is one of our nation's leading minds. He possesses more of a complete understanding of America than most executives have of their own businesses. He's smart, original, and very committed, a combination that one rarely finds. CMP Steve Forbes. Rob Martin is a Reaganite, Thatcherite, conservative, and a man who spent much of his life ministering to and working for the benefit of others. I know Rod is an advocate for freedom, a leader who understands real changes we need in Washington, and has to drive the ability to make these changes happen. CMP Governor Mike Huckabee, CMP Judge Paul Pressler. Now, Judge Paul Pressler was past president of the Council for National Policy. He was also president of the Southern Baptist Commission, and there are numerous allegations against the man of 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 uh, pedophilia, of of raping. Uh, boys, okay? Uh, and so he's being investigated right now by the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation. I don't believe that's anything going to happen. I think it's a whitewash. But that is, you know, that the Southern Baptist Commission being investigated, you know, a lot of it has to do with the so-called allegations against Judge Paul Pressler, major member of the Council for National Policy. And he writes, I'm proud to have been Rod Martin's friend for quarter century, and I can tell you he's one of the finest men and most outstanding leaders in our church today he has a knack for turning everything he touches into success wow we you know we were talking about how they've kind of uh, seems like they went through the um the evangelical you know uh pastors they have a big uh james dobson was in there i guess you would put him in that uh, category. But another thing I noticed in, uh, I think it was the 2000, I want to say 2018, uh, their kind of uh, billing where they had everything that was going on there. Uh, they had a Catholic mass and they had also uh, the Catholic caucus meetings. So there is a Catholic presence there. Uh, you know, some people would say Jesuits. I told you it was the Jesuits because <laughs> the Knights of Malta, there's a big presence of the Knights of Malta in the CMP. Um, I've noticed that, yeah, I noticed that there were several members that uh, I'd pointed out there uh, that were Knights of Malta, and and several high-level Freemasons. Um, Roy Cohn was a member of the CMP early on before his death. Oh, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, Jack Abramoff? Does that ring a bell? Ultra-Zionist? I've heard, yeah. Uh, ran the Mariana Island sex trade scandal, uh, the Sun Casino, Casino Boat scandal. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Um, Joel Skousen, his brother, uh, Mark Skousen are both nephews of W. Cleon Skousen, uh, Jerome Corsi, CMP Jerome Corsi, <laughs> seen frequently on Infowars, who has above Mossad level intelligence, who, uh, pushed the QAnon operation, 
Mr. Uh, Benai Brith. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, Ali Akbar. Ali Alexander, remember the CMP. Dr. Stanley Monteith. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, that, was out there. I really liked him, uh, yeah. Dr. Paul, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. Um, and uh, David Horowitz, another pundit. Uh, uh, another Christian author and a major Zionist. Chuck Missler. Uh, yeah. Well, I, that, you know. John Hagee. Yeah, that, I can see that for sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's so obvious to me that they uh, wanted to have these guys that are very influential in the Christian community because they want them to be um, directed in a certain way and not in the way that you and I would hope. Um, I see here uh, Frank Luntz. Yep. <laughs> Luntz yep. Global. Oh, that guy is so uh, – he, he's always put off that vibe of used car salesman to me. Uh, Frank Gaffney. Yeah. Um, KT Sebastian Gorka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another used car salesman. Uh, KT McFarland, uh, former yep. deputy, deputy national security. Do you want me advisor. to go through, do you want to go through Trump's cabinet real quick that we're seeing people? Yeah, please do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mike Pitts, Steve Academy and Bannon, Ken Cuccinelli, who's director of the United States citizenship and immigration service office. Kellyanne Conway, former counselor to the president of the United States, Betsy DeVos, David Bossy, Donald Trump's 2016 campaign manager, John Kenneth Blackwell, a member of Donald Trump's transition team, and on his election integrity committee. No wonder the election was stolen from Donald Trump. Uh, John R. Bolton, our guy, right? CFR and CAP member, ultra Zionist and warmonger, neocon John Bolton. Uh, 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 Rebecca and Robert Mercer, uh, they funded Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Uh, Stephen Moore. Uh, economic advisor of Donald Trump administration, Mark Meadows, Donald Trump's current White House chief, uh, well, was his former White House chief of staff, to say. Uh, Jay Sakalow, we mentioned earlier, Ken Starr was part of Trump's Donald Trump's legal team for defense against impeachment. Um, Paul Teller, uh, um, Rudolph Giuliani, White House legal counsel. Uh, I'm just trying to think of pe people might know. Um, Nikki Haley, uh, Alexander Acosta, who actually briefed the CMP in the early 2000s, before he cut the sweetheart deal for Jeffrey Epstein on human trafficking. Wow. Unbelievable, man. Michael Flynn, Ben Carson, Chad Wolf, uh, who the CFP knew actually that Trump was going to lose presidency. You go, I did a stream on it. You can go back and look. That's even for another discussion for another time. I was at a meeting. Uh, right after that was published, like the itinerary for the meeting was published before the election, but after election, Chad Wolf, who was Homeland Secur Se Security Secretary, addressed the CMP in 2020 about efforts uh, uh, by um, the Department of Homeland Security to address evolving threats facing our homeland in elections. Mm. Rick Perry, Chris Christie, Peter Navarro, Larry Kudlow, Mark Meadows again, Tom Price, Sam Brownback. I mean, the list goes on and on. Rince Priebus. So many people made up Donald Trump's cabinet as CMP members. A lot of high-ranking people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So many very important people that we've mentioned tonight. How could it Probably not? Probably more than we even know. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. And at any given time, there's, what, around 400 members, something like that? Give or take, yes. I see here, um, this is old school, but uh, kind of interesting. Eugene B. Meyer, former president of the Federalist Society, uh, he graduated at Yale 
uh, but he also went to the London School of Economics and Social Sciences, and he was the son of the co-founder of National Review, Frank Meyer. So um, another uh, very influential person there. It never stops, does it? I no, mean, no. No. I mean, it, it, we don't even know. We don't even have the full list. Like, we know majority of the CFR members. They're published. Mm-hmm. We know majority of, of the Bilderberg Group because of all the alternative media coverage press on the Bilderberg Group. You know, but the CFP, yes, we've got more information. But we still, we. I mean, we don't even know the rights. You know, Bilderberg is lost her kill. And outside of David Teacher's book, Rogue, J- Rogue Agents, which is like an 800-900-page novella, uh, we don't have any information. Like, like there's like hardly any. And so, like, I mean, what? Anybody to say that this group doesn't have power and it's more secretive? That that it is more secretive? I just don't. I mean, Ronald Rosa Reagan said himself, "Few people have more power than the members of the CFP to influence the future future course of our nation." That's Ronald Wilson Reagan. <laughs> they ain't just like some dude. All right. That's former president that was handpicked by the CMP himself. I mean, come on. What what am I what am I what am I supposed to say? Anybody yeah. who says this, this this group don't have power, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's just um, denial. That's the only thing it could be, you know. And, and that, and just people are lazy researchers and they don't want to actually look deeply into it. And that's why I come to you because you read the documents. So. I think uh, we're up on a little bit over an hour. I think this has been a fantastic – we've thrown so much stuff at people. I I think uh, this is uh, plenty to process, and maybe uh, we can get together again soon and talk a little bit more about it um, because the the influence is so great. And they've been around for since 81, so that's a long time to have this much influence. Um, You know, these guys get together in secret and – you know, they really affect local elections uh, as well as national elections. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable. And we don't want to, as p- Christians, conservatives, people who are not on the left, we don't want to have our world controlled. About about the only thing these people can provide for us is the Democrats are bad. That's basically yeah. what they sell to us. And it's like, well, duck and watch and see that they're bad. But what can you offer me? And then they offer you this phony conservatism, you know, conservatism. And, uh, you know, I think it's time. Is that worse? Yeah. Is that worse, odd man? I think it is. Is that worse because they go, look how, like, you know, uh, owning the libs. They own the libs and they out the libs, okay? And then they're like, support us. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys push the same stuff. Yeah, they're just going about it a different way, you know. It's you're getting there, you're getting to the same place, but they're making you because you have to have that duality. You have to have the pretend opposition, or the whole thing doesn't work. You know, you can't have just one party because that would change the whole dynamic. So you put that opposition in there. You got the two fighting all the time. People are staying distracted all the time and angry at the top Democrats or the top Republicans, and they're not looking deeper past the first couple layers of the onion, you know, and uh, that's why I love your work, man, because you get all the way to the core and that's what we need in this day and time. So thank you so much for being on. Would you please uh, just give us any links that you have and how, you know, tell people how they can find your information. 
Yeah, uh, thank you for having me on the podcast, Odd Man Outs. It's been it's been a pleasure. I need to have you back on We Read. I need to start interviewing people again more. Uh, but you guys can find me. Um, uh, we've read the documents on YouTube. We've underscore read on Twitter. I have a Substack. We've read the documents where I'm publishing excerpts of my Finders uh, book in, in CMP drafts or, anything, or some podcasts. Uh, you know uh, that are that that kind of uh, um, central to whatever I'm blogging about at the time. Uh, or um, I have a Patreon. I have a subscribe star if you want to support me. Um, hopefully next time maybe we can discuss maybe Christian Dominionism. Yes. And its roots in the CMP and why that's a problem, the New Apostolic Reformation, uh, which is, you know, the left loves to discuss it a lot, uh, but they discuss it f- mocking all Christians a lot of the times. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's quite sad. Uh, and, and I guess one last thing on the CMP, one last thing I want to mention is not everybody in the CMP is nefarious. It's like not everybody in the CFR is nefarious. You know, some people just have their certain ideologies. I mean, if you're a Christian conservative and someone says, hey, I want you to be a part of this group that backs Christian conservatives, a lot of people are just probably going to join. All right. That being said, though, there are a lot of powerful people and nefarious people that are in the CFR. And there are a lot of powerful, nefarious people that are in the CMP. All right. I, I'm not saying that, you know, that, that, that they're all gems because they're not. But there are probably people, you know, that there's, there's the people that we try to name tonight. They're big names. They're not just like, you know, a person that's a doctor that just joined the CMP, you know, like. Maybe they're nefarious, but I'm not going to cast aspersions on them when I don't got any information and they don't make themselves very well known on the world order on the world stage, right? You know, so the, most of the people that we name today, if not all of them, are major players and major power movers, you know? So as I say with CFR, you probably have people who have progressive ideologies uh, that I disagree with, and you would disagree with too, Odd Man, but they they, they join the CFR because it's a progressive group of networking uh, that represent, and that's what a lot of people say about these groups, is, oh, it's just networking. Well, yeah, some of it is networking, but that's definitely not all of it because they definitely make powerful uh, uh, decisions that play out yeah, uh, worldwide. Yeah. So, yeah, and networking is, um, you know, it can be harmless, harmless. It can be positive, but uh, that's what secret societies have done for you know, probably several thousand years: is network, and they've used that secretive uh, ability, the secretive uh, veil to control other people and to kind of get one over on the public and fool people. So I think that, uh, you know, the, the fact that they are secretive, kind of like the, um, the, you know, the Pilgrim Society, and they may not even be that powerful anymore, but just the fact that they keep their role secretive, I think, says a lot. So I think it's very important that we look at these groups because they control our world. And I heard you say in one of your earlier episodes about the CMP, you know, you can be against the CMP and the CFR, and you should be. You should be against these groups that are working to control your world, not for the better of the average person, but for the better of these organizations and businesses and and politicians and different things like that. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and thank you to John Brisson from We've Read the Documents for being our stellar guest this evening. I hope you learned a lot. I think it's very important that we are willing to look inside our own camp and see the corruption, the shenanigans, the evil deeds, the co-option, infiltration, because that's how it happens. It happens gradually, and a lot of times our own worst enemies are in our own camps. I've said that since I started doing this show, and I believe 
for one, the CMP was created to control American Protestants, kind of keep us in kind of um, a prison, if you will. Uh, only give us so much information, control what we believe about God, control what we believe about Jesus. But even if you're not religious, control what you believe about politics. And as I said before, you know, the talk radio, right-wing talk radio, whatever you want to call it, conservative talk radio, and conservative media for the most part only gives us just a little bit of information, just enough to keep us angry and distracted. And I think that the CMP has gone a long way into doing that if you look at their membership and look at their speaking guests. And so I urge you to check out the show notes on this episode. I realize that Podbean sometimes jumbles up the show notes, and we haven't quite figured out why. So I may start doing the full show notes on the Spreaker page that you will get through alternatecurrentradio.com because they also post my show on there. So I'll let you know about that for sure. But thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I want to thank my patrons, and you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the odd man out. These guys make it happen for me and they help me to keep on going because I am a very busy man and it takes a lot of time to research. Of course, with this episode, I didn't have to research as much because I had the brilliant John Brisson on, but I have actually recorded two shows on the CNP before, after I initially had John on. And I felt like I was just kind of regurgitating things that he has talked about. So I deleted them and I thought, just have the real man on that knows about this stuff because he can answer the questions. He's got a lot of this stuff memorized. And so that's what I did. But it helped me to learn more about the association, which was good because I knew some of the questions to ask. So I hope that that was helpful. Now I want to thank Chris, Marty, Mark from Housatonic. James, Bill, Peterson, Rooster, Flat Dark and Earthy, John William Brisson from We've Read the Documents, Greg, The Mighty Kilowatt, Sir Tim of the Tunnels, Aaron, David, Jack Allen from Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence, and James. Thank you all for supporting my work here. It means a lot to me. I want to thank AlternateCurrentRadio.com, the whole crew over there, that is my podcasting home, so thank you guys so much for supporting me. Everyone go over to alternatecurrentradio.com and check out their content. Lots of great talk shows and music shows. So I've got another episode coming up in the coming days, and it will be The Order of Death Part 2. It'll be my dive on Skull and Bones. And what I'm doing with that episode, it's going to be about Skull and Bones, but it's also going to be about the interconnected secret societies at Yale and at a couple of the other Ivy League schools. And we'll probably do one soon on just the Ivy League schools and their connections to intelligence and the military-industrial complex and those type of things. But thank you so much for hanging out with me. This has been awesome. I can't wait to bring you more information very soon. And I think John and I will probably do a follow-up on this show and talk about more of the policies, some of the questionable shady policies that the CMP and its members have 
supported and pushed. So with that being said, cheers and blessings. And remember, guys, their order is not our order. See you. Hello, and welcome to The Secret Right, Volume 1. For those of you unfamiliar with my work and who I am, my name is Josh Reeves, and I'm a radio talk show host as well as a documentary filmmaker. And back in September of 2007, I began my radio show entitled The Global Reality with Josh Reeves. And on the second show that I ever hosted, I had a guest on my program by the name of Professor Peter Dale Scott. Now, during the course of this conversation, Professor Scott and I talked about, you know, various uh, groups that are generally held in reverence as being part of the power structure in New World Order-related research. And so we get to talking about the various groups that most people talk about, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission. And during that interview, Professor Scott said, well, you know, there's actually a group that has uh, maintained more power and control now than even the CFR, and they're a more secretive and powerful version of that that is mostly made up of uh, people on the, on, the, on the right wing side of things where uh, traditionally the CFR and the, and the Bilderberg Group have been sort of the uh, left end of the phony political spectrum, as it were. So immediately, you know, things started going off in my mind because at that time I'd been researching probably, you know, off and on for the better part of 13 years. I thought I personally knew everything there was to know about uh, New World Order research, and uh, this was a group that I'd never come across. And so immediately I started going through and, and, and doing research and finding all these interesting things, and it began to really shatter my paradigm. Well, here we are in, uh, in the beginning days of 2009, and I've sort of been on this trek since then of, of really uncovering the group, finding out who is this group, the Council for National Policy, what do they control, what have they been involved in in the past, and what are the implications of a group like this operating in secrecy uh, right in front of our in front of our faces. So this film is really a it's you know it really is a a, a testament. Not only that, it's sort of a diary of the work that I have done in my trek in the almost two years now of researching the group and tracking down all the best information I can. We we've got a lot of news clips here that go back to the news archive. Some of this stuff has never been seen uh, outside of 20 to 30 years. And so I thought it would be interesting to go through and sort of detail who they are and uh, what they're behind, because this is one of the most important pieces of information in the whole realm and scope of research. If we're going to expose tyranny, we have to expose the entire tree. As I've talked about many times on my radio show, I don't see the New World Order as a pyramid as so much as I do. You have a tree and a tree of tyranny. And every one of these branches on this tree of tyranny is is just important as the other. And as you'll see in this documentary film, you'll start to understand, as I do, that if you can control religion and the military-industrial complex and wars, you can control the people who print the money. So we'll go through and we'll detail who they are, what they've been involved in, as well as showing you what the media will and will not talk about in the realm and scope of this type of research. So sit back and get ready for The Secret Right, Volume 1. 